You're listening to Al Yoshi Did It Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. Hey everyone, this is Yoshi. I um, I'm back in Beverly Hills and recording another podcast. And um, um, I, I apologize if there's a continual audio problem, but um, I'm I'm I think I'm getting better at it. And uh, I'm here today with uh, a friend of mine, um, Alan Champchon. He is video game expert from Australia, Perth, Australia, and he's uh, he was generous enough to share his time with us talking about video games and his background. Um, he have to leave soon, so it'll be a quick and fun hour with Alan. Alan, thanks for doing the show. Audio's good. Thanks for um, having me, man. I don't think I'm a video game expert, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm you know what I mean. I'm 44 yeah, yeah. years old. What, what do I know about video games? You know, I'm, I'm used to Donkey Kong, <laughs> um, Space Invader, things like yeah. that. But the few times... For, I hope uh, the listener will have a chance to go to your website. Uh, exactly, what's, what's the so address? All you have to do is youtube.com slash champ chong. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he only has 120 million downloads. So <laughs> great production um, video that you do. How many times a week? Um, five times a week, Monday to Friday. Oh, yeah. terrific. I only recently changed it to that. I was originally doing three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. But I realized there's a lot more gaming news now with the new generation of consoles. I was like, people want to know more. They want it more often. Here it is. Bam, and I delivered it. So, They're, they're great because, especially if you're a parent and you have a very demanding teenage kids and you're looking for gift for their birthday or Christmas, listen to Alan's videos. He will explain the latest games, which one is good, which is not not entertaining, but mostly which one is good, and uh, you, you have a better connection with your kids if you listen to Alan. That's, that's my advice for you. <laughs> and um, so I want to talk about how you got in business, a uh, little bit about your background. So for most Americans who listen to this show, Australia is a very far place from here, but yeah. you're from Perth, so... Uh, Even further away, yeah. Yeah. It's on the West Coast, so it's, if you've heard of Sydney, you most likely have. I'm the complete opposite side, so Sydney's like... New York, and I'm in LA, but it's nowhere near the size of LA. So it's like you're almost like in a, uh, the Sydney is almost like Sydney is most like East Coast in the states. Yeah, and, and Perth is more Coast. like way, far west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a desert between it. That's it. There's like nothing between Sydney and Perth. There's probably a couple cows and a couple camels, but there's nothing out there. So um, yeah, I'm from Perth. I think there's about two million people in the city. Uh, it's rapidly grown recently. It's been growing and. Uh, one side's desert, as I said. One side's the Indian Ocean. Underneath us, we got Antarctica, and it's just isolated. But it's right. a great place to grow up. It's it's relaxed. I love going back there. That's why when I travel, like I'm here right now, everything's busy, fast. I got to get everything done. When I go back home, it's relaxing because it's Perth. Yeah. So here you are, uh, great parent, young kid. You're 21 years old now. Yeah. Growing in Perth, outdoor, fun place to live. But when did this fascination video game started? Probably when I was like two years old. Uh, there's a picture of me playing on an old, old computer or something, maybe a Commodore 64 or something, playing Pong. So that was the first game I ever played. I never played like Pac-Man or anything, but it was an old computer. And then 
I remember I must have been like five or six and we went to a garage sale, yard sale, and uh, we got a N Nintendo Entertainment System, the original NES. Sure. And it was crazy because my dad like was telling me to get this because he'd seen like Mario on TV and I was like, no, I want Sega. You know, I want so Sonic. I want to be fast. He's like, no, get this. And it ended up being the better thing to get. So that was my first console, really, the NES. And it was funny because if you remember back, yeah, when the games would get really old, you have to like blow them, like all yes, dust out. Dust in there, but then yeah. eventually, once you did that and it wasn't good enough, you'd have to put the game in and then stuff tissues in there so that the get cartridge could be read by the console. Right. Because it would get so old. The thing was like 10 years old. So that was crazy. And then finally, I got a PlayStation, the original PlayStation, Crash Bandicoot. And it's one of my favorite games of all times. And, uh, and then since then, I've just been playing games ever since so and it was natural yeah. to you right there's no explanation you yeah just pick mm -hmm. up the controller start playing like it tells you what buttons to press and then it becomes hand-eye coordination and playing sports it, that helps too so so yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're playing with your friends and you're having fun but, yeah but when did you realize like I, it's the word obsession correct with you well uh, I actually fell out of video games for a while like, okay. Yeah. So, as I said, I got the PlayStation One. Yeah. It slowed down a little bit, and then the PlayStation Two came out, and I was addicted to that thing because it had new graphics, had everything. It was all 3D. Sure. It was insane. Like today, you look at it, and you're like, you, it's, it's laughable. But now it's just uh, back then it was incredible. So, I would think like I would just look at it, play Grand Theft Auto. I was like, what, 12 or something? Right. I was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, one of the best games, my, one of my favorite games of all time. Were, you, were um, your parents kind of concerned when you play games like that, or did they even uh, know? They knew what I was playing, Okay, but they'd also buy games like like uh, Madden or something like that. You know, something that's more G-rated. Sure. Like, uh, But they knew that it's just a video game. It, parenting is parenting. A video game can't make a child crazy. No. It's if you neglect the child. So they knew, like, my parents were not strict, but they were good parents, So, and they still are. So they they knew that video games wouldn't make me go crazy and i never did and that's right. my job so uh, i work in video games so but you know you heard these stories like yeah. in asia right I'm, yeah. I'm, of course i'm asian but uh, oh yeah like the parents that play like a game for like 20 hours and they forget the kids in the room or something like that yeah and the kid ended up dying yeah. or another there's multiple cases in like china and korea where a kid would play like everquest or something yeah. and they ended up playing like three four days not not even sleeping. All they did was drink, pop, yeah. smoke cigarettes. The thing with my day. parents is they made me mm. like do my homework first. Sure. I'd have to do my hour of homework. Once the hour's up, it's like 5 p.m. or something. Uh, I can play games. But then 7, 6 p.m. comes around or something like that, dinner. And then after dinner, I've got, I can play a, a little bit more games and yeah. do some more homework. They'd set that stuff up so that I wouldn't just get addicted to games. But that was in the early days. Then I think at the start of high school, I wasn't really too into games anymore because there was a huge period of the PlayStation 2 to the Xbox 360. Sure. And it was just a huge gap where I just, uh, just before the 360 came out, which must have been 2005. Right. Just the start of high school. I I don't know. I was more into sports, more into that kind of stuff. Just Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to yeah. get into detail like how big you are. You're an yeah. athletic looking yeah. kid. Yeah, I'm a big guy. I, don't, so. I hope I don't offend you by calling yeah. because I'm 44. I don't mean, yeah. you know, uh, but you're you're... Yeah, I'm 6'3". You know, yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. Like, I played basketball all my life, even when I was, like... You look like you, yeah. you play rugby yeah, professional. Yeah, rugby like, or yeah. something like that, yeah. But it was crazy because I fell out of video games twice in my life. Sure. And then 
that when the 360 came out, the Xbox 360, I just fell in love with it again because it was new graphics again. And since then, I haven't fallen out of video games because it's been it's it was different. So I went from the PlayStation One where it was graph uh, okay, it was just fun. Sure. PS Two was graphics and it was fun. Xbox 360 was graphics, fun, and online play. And from that day, it's just it's changed. When I figured out the internet and video games work together, sure, I was just like, this is incredible. And then I worked out I can do something online with this too because there's people doing stuff online with right. video games. And why don't I do something? So, yeah, ever ever since the 360 came out, it's just I, been I, I think I think you're a good example, and this is stuff the parents need to hear like moderation mm-hmm. right like those examples sorry to going back in korea there yeah. was just kids just nobody was monitoring those kids and you know some people just have you can't abuse whatever yeah. anything you do in life like i remember when i was in high school when the xbox 360 came out and i figured out online gaming i would play it a little too much sure but i'd still go to bed on time yeah like, i'd still talk to my family there'd be days like where i just don't want to but i'd still do it because it's you're right. a human. You have to interact with other people. And even though I'm talking to people online, it's not the same thing. So right. I figured that out early. I'm like, there's a difference. It's not like some people that just get locked into an online world and they don't want to come out. You know? And it's interesting. I've I read um, several magazine articles. They were saying the kids who play video games, they're very good at math, spatial. Yeah. And um, it's like this thing that they were telling me when I was a kid, like video games ruin your brain and this and that, which is not even true. Mm. They just have to make a boogeyman whenever there's a new thing. Exactly. There. Like if you look at children these days, mm-hmm. they grow up with iPads, iPhones, and they know how to use this at age two. They're very sophisticated. Ridiculous. And some people are saying that's bad. I don't know. It's too early to tell, but video games didn't ruin everyone's lives. It's actually made it a lot more fun and yeah. I, I just think it's good because more kids are comfortable with technology, more they will study and more they yeah. will use and they will be prepared for future, you know. Yeah, and like especially with like an iPad or something, like a child's more inclined to learn from that than right. they are on a chalkboard or something like that. So. And I love these games where you, you learn geography and history playing video games too, yeah. you know. And I have to say, <coughs> I um, I look at some of the games, it, it's just like watching a movie these days. Yeah, yeah. I, I think video games, biggest threat to video games are not parents. Biggest threat to video games are, I mean, I mean, the uh, movie business are in yeah. big, they're frightened by video games because well, uh, video games like the video game business now is the biggest business in entertainment. Sure, it, it beats movies hands down. I think it used to be like porn, then it was like oh, it was Hollywood, then porn, then video games, and now it's video games, Hollywood, porn. Yeah, I mean Hollywood, I mean porn is dropping. Oh, it's done. It's yeah. it's 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 dropping. And but, believe me, you know, you don't have to give your opinion about this. I, I, I was in that business for a long yeah. time. I, I, I do like it a, a lot. But problem, and this is nothing against femi- feminist movement, the biggest problem with porn is lack of originality and creativity. Video game is all about originality and creativity because yeah. young people are very critical. If you don't make a good game, they will let you know. I don't know. because You don't think so? I don't know. Who the hell watches porn for the stories? <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but you know what I mean? Like, there's so many good video games out there. Yeah, yeah. You have to, even if you make a good game now, day it's after, also, you have to start making another one right away, right? It's also, you got to adjust with the times because you look at something like what I do, like I work online. Right. You make your money off of ads and integration with companies and sure. things like that. You brand deals, things like that. So porn, they're still 
trying to work the old way where they're trying to sell DVDs and things like that when people obviously get it for free online. Sure. Why don't they partner up with those websites that do it for free and then claim the ad revenue back? It's just so simple, yet they haven't done it. I don't it's it's it's. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe people, I don't know why we're maybe, getting maybe people, porn, Maybe maybe people laugh, but I think it's there's a lot of connection between adult business, Hollywood, and recently, Amazon bought Washington Post, and I know you're uh, you're on the young side, but Washington Post is one of the most important newspapers in yeah. the world because it monitored the uh, world issues in Washington D.C. But the reason why they had to sell Washington, the owners had to sell it because they're losing so much money. And you're right. The people who were in business, any business for a long time, they're just afraid of the internet because they don't know how to make adjustment to it because they're old. Yeah. And and I think this guy, uh, Jeff Bezos, buying Washington Post, I'm just hoping for the best. I think Amazon is a great service. They're very smart, very savvy. I hope they will help Washington Post to share their business better than before because they're well, losing they're, money. They're going to have you know? to adjust. They can't yeah. just decide. They can't do the same old way. The same thing but on the internet. Yes. Like, they're going to have to do it because people don't want to read a lot now. You look at something like Twitter. Twitter is just, oh, here's a news bite. Like They tell you the facts in 140 characters. Sure. That's what people want. So how are you going to profit from that? It's really difficult. So that's what people, that's what the world's going to have to adjust with in the next five years. And then sure. in five years from now, we're going to see a completely different media. So it's just like video games, you know? Everything adjusts. So let's talk more of um, the video game business. But first, you didn't, you didn't start this, you know, all this video clubs thinking you're going to get a job. You just no. did it because it was for fun. Well, yeah, I was in high school and I was in the last year of high school. So sure. um, I was planning to go to uni, like university. So sure. I didn't know what I was going to do. I did all the classes, like human biology. Um, history, all those things, sure. credits to get into uni. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I had no idea. Um, originally, I wanted to do filmmaking or something like that. Right. Because I was a Kind of similar student. to what you're doing now. Yeah, sure. but I looked at it and I was like, there's no jobs in Australia. No. Plus, it's ri ridiculously hard to get anywhere in Hollywood. Sure. So, I was like, I'm not going to do that. And I talked to my parents about it because I was doing this YouTube thing on the side. It wasn't really anything big back then. Right. But, um. I decided to just do an apprenticeship, like uh, learn as I earn money. I was working and um, going to college and things like that, just a like community college type thing. Absolutely. And I was doing that when I got out of high school uh, for a year. And then I went to CES. Like I was still doing my YouTube thing while I was working, but I was only doing it once or twice a week. So I went to CES in Vegas. Wait, hold on. So uh, for those yeah. of you who don't know, it's Consumer Electronics Show. It's yeah. one of the biggest electronic show. In Every January in yeah. the world, but you you what what year was that? 2011. Yeah. So you went there out of pocket. You, uh, yeah, I paid for it. Like right. I was working and I was saving money and I was making money off of YouTube, obviously. And I was saving that money. I wasn't spending anything. Like I knew all my friends were at school still, like university first year. And I knew you were making you were making money through video game videos. video game. Like I was yeah. making my videos sure. and I was making money through working so like um my actual job so that i was like uh, as an apprentice so the thing is like i saw my friends they weren't spending a lot of money because they didn't have it because they were still in school sure and i was like where am i going to spend my money i'll save it so i saved it and i went to vegas i was only 18 and you can't really do anything in vegas when you're 18 
And I went to the thing, uh, like, on a business side. I didn't care about the partying or anything like that. Sure. And I came back, and I was like, I want to do this. I want to get into this industry, tech, video games, entertainment. You know, I want to do this for a living. And I looked at my numbers on YouTube at the time. This was two years ago. I was like, I can take this somewhere, but I have to do it Well, what was the number, like, roughly two years ago? I'm trying to think. Like, back then... Less, maybe less than a hundred thousand. Like, are you serious? Let, uh, subscribers, but it would have been maybe five million views at the time. Okay, so, which is a, which is a lot, still. Yeah, right. So right? I saw that, and I was like, I By the way, do I, I, I got to commend you because you know most most of the time when people make money from business, first thing they do they spend the money on yourself. Yeah. You spend money on yourself coming to Vegas. Well, yeah, learn, I yeah. wanted to. So you it put was money in the business. Yeah, it yeah. was an investment. So. I so what, what, what was it about Consumer Electronics Show that changed your mind? I mean, okay, first of all... I saw where technology was going compared to where standard education would take me. Right. And I knew that something big was on the horizon and it had to. Like, I, I could do something with what I was already doing on YouTube, so... This includes education in high school and college. Like, I'm not telling kids not to go to university or anything like that or sure. college, but if, There's a you're, huge if, you're an art- isn't there? if you're an artistic person... Mm-hmm you know do what you want you know uh, if if you've got the right path and you know what you're going to do if you're right. hard-headed if if you've got a plan do, like take that like take that road but don't go to university if you just because your parents are telling you to like i don't know oh you don't know, you don't know what to do with your life yeah, like, so you spend, like, yeah. yeah so where were we we were saying that yeah i so, came back i came back from vegas and yeah i told my parents and they agreed. They were so like, "But you're okay." So you're just nineteen. Around yeah, I 19. turned nineteen when I came back. So you, so because my birthday's in January, also, yeah. And your parents are a little older than me, so I, I would imagine by like, about a decade. So, yeah. yeah. So I would imagine like, okay, of course, if I was your dad or something, I love my kid. Mm. I wonder what's the best for him. But it must be alien-sounding story, right? Because like, he doesn't probably don't. Yeah, get it. exactly. But. To this, like, now... Does, he, st- does now he still get he, it now? Now he does. Okay. Like, he loves following, like, what I'm doing. Like, he, he's always on my Twitter account. He doesn't have a Twitter, but he goes to my Twitter and he reads what I'm doing. So, um, he loves seeing me succeed, you know? Sure. But, um... Good job, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Mom. <laughs> thanks, Mom and Dad. Shout out to you guys. But, um, one thing I failed to mention is about six months into my apprenticeship, like, six months out of high school... Sure. I wanted to just start do YouTube full time. But I look back at that now, my parents said, don't do it. Like they didn't let me quit my job or just like, just start YouTube full time. And it was way too early. Looking back at it, it would have been a massive fail because I learned that working full time and learning while I'm doing YouTube on the side, I learned discipline and time management. Like I knew how to manage four hours a week to make two videos, you know? I knew how to do it efficiently so it'd be high production. Right. But looking back then, it's not the best production because I've improved a lot. But for back then, it was great. And I learned that going into something too early is possibly the wrong move. And I think I matured over that year. And going to Vegas, I saw a different side of things. And um, I came back. And yeah, in January of 2011, I made the decision to go full time. 
How funny! We were in the same town, the same time. Yeah, <laughs> no, because I was yeah I was there for the other convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OCS. I was actually there too. Like they gave CES people for the what's it? What's the porn convention? Adult Entertainment Expo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was crazy because you got nerds here, and then you got the beautiful women over there. So it's kind of weird. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I think I might have said this in previous podcasts, but I live. I used to live in Washington for a long time, and I used to work for a place called Taboo Video, which is yeah. an adult. And Bill Gates one time came, came to the <laughs> store, and, and this is way before the internet time, but he came in and bought you know, a bunch of magazines and stuff like that. But there's, it, there's a huge disconnect. I think a lot of the technological advances are made, and, and, and adult business really helped it. Yeah. Maybe people don't want to admit it, but internet, porn is a big part of it, whether, oh, you, yeah. whether, whether you admit it or not. Porn was a big part of DVD. Porn was a big part of VCR. So. I, I, I yeah, commend, whatever, whatever platform mm -hmm. porn took on, that platform thrived. That's yes. why, I like, uh, Betamax died, uh, HD DVD, and it, it, instead it went to Blu-ray, things like sure. that. So, yeah. So, wink, wink. There's connect, but uh, think, think. I do, I do think people in high technology because they help adult business, and I hope adult business helped them. Anyway, great. So you learn one year of work ethic. Discipline. Mm -hmm. Your parents are very supportive. Going to Vegas um, was uh, that, expand that, your imagination, yeah. right? Like you saw the future and as potential. As I said, that one year of where I was like doing YouTube on the side with the minimal hours that I had, like I would get five hours of sleep a night because I would want to do the YouTube stuff. Sure. And that basically opened my eyes up. Like my eyes, I could see that if I had more hours, sure, this could grow to something huge. And that's why that one year where I out of high school where I didn't go straight to YouTube was actually important. But what is it about you? Like, you're in Australia. You're not like, yeah. you know, video game center like LA or New York or whatnot. How are you able to get all this wonderful information that people find is uh, useful? The internet, man. But just I, like that. Yeah, but it's not just like that. There's a lot of places I check out. There's about 25 different websites I look at. I have a pri private news feed that I look at. I have an email feed. I have it all. So now, so like, you're like detective, right? Like, yeah, and, and, I, I go around looking at everything. Like, I I go from every corner, you know. And 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 of course, there's sometimes some someone's opinion or news is not true. Exactly. You, you, but you know, that's why I stay away from websites like IGN or Kotaku or something like that. The major websites because they're usually opinions. Like they're filled with opinion. I go straight to the facts, you know. So. So you get a facts. And you give your piece of advice. Th then uh, I give opinions. my yeah. I give my opinion. And this um, is mostly based on also you because you played a lot of those games too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, I'm out here in LA to play games. I was just in Dallas to play games, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're not out till like six months or a year from now. And I can give my opinion on those. So, so when did you? I think you even told me like your your parents are very supportive, saying like if you're going to do this full time, have an office. Make an actual business, yeah. And you so yeah. That. When I quit my job, sure. And I done just started YouTube full time. Part of the part of the agreement that I had with my parents was I couldn't do it from my bedroom in their house. Right. I had to make it legitimate. I, I had to rent out an office. Sure. And it was ten minutes from the house, and I'd go there every day. Well, not every day, but most days that I'd sure. do videos, and I'd be there from morning till. <laughs> night basically and I'd be working on stuff talking to people around the world on Skype you know right. like getting different opinions on things so it it was kind of crazy that 
how that one year. How how accessible was like in the beginning? A lot of people didn't know you, right? Yeah, exactly. How accessible were they when you caught them? Like, they love to interview you, whatever. Were they pretty helpful for most well, part? Well. This is the crazy thing. Like, I didn't have any contacts in the video game industry, like until maybe four months into going full time right. on YouTube. So, I basically this it happened by a complete luck, and it wasn't my intention. But I made a video where I was talking about a game called LA Noir. It's the same people who make Grand Theft Auto, Rockstar Games. Okay, and they Huge. were actually making the game in Australia, like over in Sid Sydney at Bondi Studios. So right now? No, no, that was. Two years ago. Oh, okay, okay. So that game is based on like 1940s or 50s LA. Sure. So you're a detective and things like the that. The visual so, is incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. It was the first game to use like proper motion capture for faces right. and things. So uh, I just made a video saying this game looks incredible. And for some reason that video went and it hit like a million views. Like just happened that people were searching for it. My video was at the top or something. And then... In this video that I made, I said, go check out the full video showing how the faces work and stuff. Sure. And I linked it down below in the description and uh, people went and clicked it because my video got a million views, about 150,000 to 200,000 people went and watched the video by Rockstar. Right. And then they saw the statistics. Who's this Champ Chong guy? Why, is, why are there a bunch of views coming from him? Sure. Then they contact me to come out to Sydney and they flew me out treated me to everything i got to see the game before it came out and what wait so what that mean? yeah so what i mean what's that like i mean you know yeah. did you think it was like a joke maybe this was a fake yeah one? so at first i was like the hell is this yeah yeah like there's a story about a year six months after that yeah um with activision i didn't see an email i'll get back to the rockstar thing yeah, real yeah. quick but i missed an email it went to my junk mail for some reason by Activision to fly me out to LA for the first time. And I missed that because it went to my junk mail and I saw it as six months after that. And I was like, no. Wait, w w were they angry with you? No, no, they wanted to fly me out. Yeah. And I didn't know. I w that would have been my first like trip to LA, like paid for, you know? But I, I missed out because my email oh, was set up that's right. That's a sickening yeah. feeling, right? Yeah, so I missed out on that. But eventually they took me, they've taken me the last two years to E3. They've, I'm here right now for Activision again. So um, since then, we've had a good relationship. So, But back to the, um, to the Rockstar thing, when I was in Sydney, I actually got to meet, because they were kind of showing off their new game. Yeah, but going and, back. Yeah. At first, you thought it was a joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Maybe I, your dad was goofing on you? Yeah, something like that, or a friend or something <laughs> like that. Right. Because I was like, how did they get my email? And then I remembered it's on my channel. and like, Yeah. So people like can email me. Um, but it was just insane. I was like, this is crazy. So you're like 19 years old kid, right? Yeah. And then and you're not even sure if this thing's going to go anywhere. Mm. One of the biggest... One of the most successful video game company. Yeah, exactly. Contact you, so they fly and you one in. One of the companies that makes my favorite game of all time, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, or top five games at sure. least. Sure. So I was just like, this can't be real. I like showed my parents, and I'm like, I'm going to Sydney. Uh, everything's paid for. Like I've never had something like that before. They had right. a driver for me. I was like, this is crazy. A hotel room set up. Everything was set up. Like to me, now that's all normal. It's still not normal, you know. But just like you get kind of used to it, yeah. yeah. You get used to it eventually. But back then, it's the first thing like someone else is paying for all this, and I get all this service. 
and everyone's nice to you and everything. And then at that like rockstar reveal for the game where they were only invited certain people to show off their new game. And I was one of those people. I got to meet people from Sony, from Microsoft, from other companies, right. you know, from Bethesda who sent me out to Dallas. And like from there, I made contact like to all these companies because Rockstar were like so thankful that I gave them so many views for that video in Australia to an Australian audience because that there's a thing difference, big difference, selling a game in America and selling a game in Australia. Well, well how so? I mean, because you, you marketing, they've got to like they get a certain budget. Like in Australia, the budget's obviously going to be a lot smaller. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, because they that's why they got a PR team in each country. Because and but then I basically gave him free PR. Free ad. Yeah. Yes, I gave him a massive ad, and then I don't know how many copies they sold because of me. I doubt it was like a hundred thousand or something, but it probably was in the thousands. So for them to thank me, they introduced me to all these like key people from other companies sure. that they invited over, and they told him what I could do for their companies, and that was just then. And now it's just insane because I know all these companies and you get to meet like so many other people. So it was all luck really. And it wasn't intentional. I, I was just being like so nice. So we, we should all thank Rockstar yeah, I was, right now. Yeah. <laughs> thanks Rockstar. Thanks to PJ and uh, the team at Rockstar. Sure. So, yeah. No, I, 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 I played a little bit. It's, it's all my friends in it though. <laughs> adult business played it it was just so stressful for me you know it's it's too real now the funny thing about la noir yeah um when i got the game which is about a week before it came out um which was the first game i got early and i was like this is incredible and just to get games early at that point that's four months in doing it full time i was just like this is going to go somewhere but as i was playing it a week early i was playing it in my parents living room to show them what game i was sent out for and my parents would play it like in the back, like they'd be sitting in the back on the couch and I'd be right up near the TV and I was just trying to figure out if this guy's lying because you meant to like figure out because you're a detective. Sure. And it's got all this facial recognition things and you're trying to figure out this guy's lying. And my mom would be like, he's lying. It was so funny because it's like she's watching a movie, but it's inter- interactive. So it was the first game like that. It, but it really is watching a movie. The only difference yeah. is you're interacting yeah. with the whole thing, right? And yeah. my mom doesn't like video games. She never plays video games. But that was the first one she sort of interacted with. So, yeah, even my dad, like, he doesn't play video games. So it was kind of weird. But they were, they, were, they were amazed by the graphics. Yeah, stuff, they were right? just yeah. like, this is awesome. And the same thing goes for um, Red Dead Redemption. It's another Rockstar game. Um, that They were just, like, amazed by it's it's set in the I don't know if you've seen it but it's set in the old west and you ride a horse through the desert and it's, oh yeah yeah and you're trains a cowboy. and everything yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. they were just like this is a whole new world you know and it's I think I even read that's from uh, like a few years back so think about ten years from now it's gonna be ridiculous yeah so this you must have been high I mean I don't want to use drug experience but you were like seven I mean you know I mean yeah I was ecstatic yeah yeah so. You you met all these people, so you flew back from Sydney back home. Then shortly after that, you must have a bunch of other companies start contacting. Yeah, so right? I started getting emails and things, but um, it wasn't anything major. Like they wouldn't fly you out because obviously not every company has like a budget to just sure. fly someone out for like to check out the game. Plus, <laughs> it was what April or something like that of 2011. I think it's 2011. Yeah, it was. So um, it's a God, thing. barely two years. Yeah, so. 
back then, April, even today, like April isn't a big part of the year, but Rockstar likes to release games awkward times of the year but other games come out in November but, but, but why oh because of the Christmas and yeah like and you that. get big sales Black Friday things like that so that um, that just sounds to me like how confident they are in their games yeah they know they're gonna sell no they matter what they can sell it at any point of the year sure like GTA 5 Grand Theft Auto 5 is coming out a month from now and September who releases games in September no one Rockstar can do it because they, they want to I saw that video clip uh a picture of El- I think I guess you were right by Staples Center or something that those giant yeah, pictures of- the Figaro Hotel yeah. yeah yeah it's uh three you know the hotel with the three like parts, sure and they always have ads on it now like Lakers main- and things like that but yeah, yeah I- now I- they've got the three main characters of the game so it's incredible they're they're pushing real hard now on um s- selling the game because they've got so many pre-orders now mm-hmm. they just want to get those little extra you know on top of what they got so explain to someone who hasn't played video game like that hardcore in a long time how long does something some game like that takes to make for them to make to make uh, at least gta 5 i'd say at least five years but there's games that take like a year to two years like call of duty for example it's the number one selling game in the world every right year it's bigger than any movie it makes like a billion dollars in a week or something like that or like in three days or something ridiculous and uh they release that game every year Every single year. How are they able to make it so fast? So there's two, it's, the difference is there's two different Call of Duties. There's Call of Duty by Treyarch, the developer, Mm -hmm. one year. And then there's the next year, it's um, Infinity Ward. So they basically take turns. So it's basically every two years. But because there's two developers, they can release the title every year. I see. So yeah, it's every two years. But because there's two different teams working on it, they can release it every year. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Like, I'm going tonight and heading off tomorrow also. To check out Call of Duty, what's it, five months before it comes out? So, four months. And that's from Activision? Yes. Okay. Now, does any of these companies ever, I mean, you don't have to give the yeah. names, but do they ever get mad that you're reviewing other companies' games? They don't have a problem no. with it? Oh. So, it matters, like, sometimes, like, um, if you're getting flown out for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. But also, it's tough because, let's say there's news about another game. And it would just seem kind of odd, wouldn't it, if I didn't report it? It's a on. conflict of interest, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely like I'm not going to make just videos, let's say I'm out here for one game and then just make a videos constantly for another game sure. from a different publisher because that's a conflict of interest. But also, You're on somebody else's dime at that week. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're paying for the trip. I'm sure. not going to be a dick. So sure. Yeah, but at the same time, there has to be an understanding that if there's news and it's massive... I may have to report on it because mm-hmm. it's going to seem odd on my show if something big has happened and I haven't reported on it. Just imagine if CNN suddenly didn't report on like Osama being captured like last year or whatever it was. That would seem kind of odd, wouldn't it? If yes. they don't report on all like it, it, just things like that or like the new Pope. Like, no, why haven't they reported on this? Oh, because they don't believe in the Pope or something, you know? Or they're being paid by someone else to do something. It just doesn't seem right. So. But you're a smart guy. You you know yeah. when, when to release something is mm-hmm. big enough. So um, uh, sounds like you haven't had a problem in that area. Yeah. Yet. Okay. Well, good. there's like slight. See, my voice is like messing yeah. up. Um, let me just cough for a second. <coughs> I actually lost my voice yesterday. It's coming back. So um, yeah, I've I figured out like ways to integrate what I'm doing with one company and then still figure out news for other companies. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, okay, look, look, couple of things. E3, how, how, how was it? Because I, I never have access to something like that. It's a very okay. prestigious, exclusive. Last uh, year was my first year, and okay. it was with Activision, and it was also with Activision this year, but last year was my first year going to E3. Is this the biggest video game? I'm pretty sure it's the biggest, yeah. Um, it's the, where everything gets announced. Okay. Then there's Gamescom, which is happening next week in Germany, which is also massive. But I'm not sure which one's bigger at this point. They're, They're both influential, both right? huge, yeah. yes. Like, I'm meant to go to Gamescom with Microsoft, but there's just no time. My schedule's, like, ridiculous at this point. So, sadly, I can't go. But um, E3, so back to E3. Last year was my first year, and it was a good learning year because it was still massive. Um, but Can you explain to people who's never been, like, okay. what is it? What is it, what is it? So, imagine... Disneyland for video game nerds. <laughs> no, but it's all actual professionals. There's no kids dressing up or something like Master Chief. Yeah, because like they that. don't let general public. Yeah, it's all journalists and professionals and things like that. So people who work in the business. Yeah. sure. So it's it's a very professional environment, but you're also having a lot of fun. There's games everywhere. All the new games that are coming out six months from that point because it's mm -hmm. in June every year, um, and games come out November, December. So you're gonna get to get a hands-on with all the late, latest games. And it's incredible. So yeah, as I said last year, wasn't the biggest year of E3. Apparently, it's not. It's one of the not one of the worst, but it's not one of the best. Um, but I found it as a good learning experience to be my sure. first E3 because it wasn't hectic. It wasn't insane. Because this year was just ridiculous. I why, why is this so different this year? The Xbox One, the PlayStation Four, all these new consoles and Got all it. these new games. The next generation of games. It's just it's going to be amazing. You know, I got to get a hands-on with the new consoles, see all these new graphics, how the game's going to play differently. It's just... Wait, so which PlayStation... Is it PlayStation 4? Yeah, the you PlayStation. Saw yeah, I got okay. a hands-on with the PlayStation 4. Can you talk about it? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So what was it? So how was it? Um, If you've ever, ever used a PlayStation controller, I describe it as a controller made for little Japanese girls. It's, what? It's so small. Is it? Oh, I got massive hands. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm not sure. Have you got big hands? No, not like know. yours. Yeah. So, for me, I just can't stand the controller. They haven't changed. They didn't change the design for so many years. But this year for the PlayStation 4, they finally changed it. And it fits better than the Xbox controller. Is that which right? Which I never thought would happen because the Xbox is the perfect controller. But Xbox, on the other hand, I felt like they tried to do too much and they changed a little too much where I don't like it anymore. Like the controller. But on the PlayStation side, they have a lot of awesome games that they still haven't even announced. Um, and there's going to be at Gamescom. They'll all be announced there. So How much more powerful is it compared to... Okay, the PlayStation 4 is more powerful than the Xbox One, definitely. But with the Xbox One still being such a massive player in the market, games are still going to be made for Xbox One and then being ported over to the PlayStation 4, just like they were with the... Xbox 360 and PS3. Okay. So it doesn't matter that the Xbox One's less powerful. It's, it's the lowest common denominator. So it's it's still going to get the same games as the PlayStation 4. There may be slight differences in like lighting or something like that, but yeah. not like some character's face looks blocky or something. So when you play the game on PlayStation 4, uh, were you able to play video games? On yeah, that? so I played a few games um, on the PS4. It, I played a lot of games from EA. Um, like Need for Speed. Okay. Um, that looks incredible seeing a car just go ridiculously fast, like 200 kilometers an hour. 
and you're just going, this is just stupid. Like, and then I played sports games. They're getting really realistic. I know it sounds crazy, but seeing like playing FIFA football, yeah, you're just like, that's not on TV. That's me playing. It's getting so good because it looks looks slightly better than what you see on current generation of consoles on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Right. But when you actually go into like an instant replay, and it's not like some pre-rendered stuff. It's actually what just happened. You go close up, you see the ball rolling over the grass and you see the grass actually like getting flattened by the ball. Jesus. Like there's actual physics. And then the, you can see the muscle, like the hamstring or like the calf, like when he puts pressure on his right foot, when he wants to turn from like running a certain angle. So you see that muscle working in his leg and you see him step on the grass and it like moves from his feet. And you just see this and you're like, this is happening in real life. Like this is actually happening right now. Just it's amazing, you know. And I I think if I was a movie executive and TV executive, it it, it does put a fear in I bet those hearts, yeah. right? Because like recently a game even it just came out like a few, couple months ago, The Last of Us is a PlayStation Three exclusive. Pretty sure it's going to win Game of the Year, depending on how good Grand Theft Auto is. So, The Last of Us. Wait, so there's there's like uh, Oscar of video yeah, games? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's a lot of places that give them out, but there's like, I think it's Spike TV does the major one. So Have you been to one of those? No, nah, I've never been. It, I just never had the time or I don't think it's really worth going. It's, sure. It's, it's an award thing, so it's actually better being back in Australia so I can record a video real quick. Okay. I wouldn't mind going to one, but um, I, I wouldn't turn it down. But yeah, I've never been. So Do you, do you watch... Do you watch Game of Thrones? Actually, no. Oh, you don't? No, I'm not into that kind of stuff. No. <clears throat> the, re- the analogy I was going to ask you, if you watch Game of Thrones, there's, there's a different families, the House of whatever, like House of Lannisters, who are like the, you know, the, the big players in video game. Because I want... I mean, because, companies... Because there's going to be listeners who listen to this show, have, they don't know anything. So I want them to introduce to games. So, like... Would you say who are the, the you know, in, like in the baseball analogies, the big ones are always like the Yankees, the Red okay. Sox. Oh, the, you want to know the biggest companies out there? Yeah, like the, these are the companies well, you really need you to got, pay attention to. Yeah, obviously you got Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo. They're like okay. the major three. Um, but then you got the publishers like Activision, Electronic Arts, Rockstar Games, Ubisoft. I'm trying to think. Bethesda. When you when you say like yeah. Microsoft, Nintendo, they're they're the not weird ones, but they not only make the console, they also make video games too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> they they make their own games, exclusive titles like Nintendo definitely. Sure. Um, they're falling off right now because their sales aren't great with the Wii U. Well, what what's going on with Nintendo? Is it well they kidsy? had the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. And that was a huge success for families. You know, kids. Right. From children to old people. Like it's still people. popular with them, right? The Nintendo Wii is still good, but the thing is, it's sold so many that you can't really sell anymore, you know? But then they come out with a Wii U, which is an upgraded Wii. It's like a new console. It's meant to be the next generation, like the sure. PlayStation 4 or the Xbox One. And it's just not. It doesn't have the great graphics, even though the Wii didn't. But at the same time, it's a terrible marketing idea. Why would you name something almost the same as what you had last year? I see. Like, if you want someone to buy something new, name it something new. Don't just add the letter U to it, you know? <laughs> yes. 
people think it's just the Wii U. Wait, like, does it sound like a it Wii sounds like an F U almost? Or, no, it sounds. <laughs> it sounds more like something like it's an attachment. It doesn't sound like a new console. Oh, I see. That's what I think of it as. When I when I heard Wii U, I was like, is that a new console? Is or or is it something that you add to the Wii? I just didn't know. But then, yeah, like ten minutes later, obviously I found out. But it just didn't seem like something brand new. So do do you think it was more marketing problem with that product? Yeah. Because have, have you actually played used it? Yeah, and it's it's not the greatest thing. Like, um, gotcha. For example, they want you to use like what they came came out with was this huge like screen in your hands, right? And I I don't find it that great. Like it, the buttons didn't feel that great. The screen wasn't high definition, like an iPad or something. As I said earlier, it's just it didn't feel like. Something worth spending four or five hundred dollars on. So that's that's a tough one to sell to hardcore, Especially, savvy, smart yeah. video game players. So the only the funny thing I find is that only people that knew a lot about it were the hardcore gamers. They don't want that. They want something that's actually there, like that's something like the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four. They want something that's going to be the next generation. So like, I'm going to wait a year and get the next Xbox and PlayStation. I'm not going to get the Wii U. So, they waited. Nobody bought it. Like they sold some, but it's it's a failure. You know how there are so many cell phones out there. Yeah. But really, there's really two of them. Really Samsung underpowered. and Apple. iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess we, uh, I guess Nintendo are having difficult adjustments right now. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, they may fight back, but we don't know. We don't know. It's looking bad. Looking bad on their side. So yeah. is it really battle between PlayStation? And uh, uh, Xbox. Uh, first off, I'm really sorry. Sorry about my cough. No, no. Um, yeah, that's definitely. Real. PlayStation and Xbox, or Sony and Microsoft, it's a huge battle right now. Sony's winning because Microsoft screwed up with their marketing. Like they named it the Xbox One, but it's their third Xbox. So that's another thing. Who is running these companies? Yeah. I want to know. Who is behind the PR team? Who's marketing? I just don't understand it. They they screwed that up. Plus, they, for some reason, so so right now they you, you would say Sony's uh, number oh, one. So, Sony's definitely number one in sales, like pre-orders. They're definitely winning. The audience online, like people, like I ask my fans, what are you getting? Most people say PS4. It's slowly gotcha. transitioning back to fifty-fifty, but I'm saying it's more like seventy, no, sixty-five, thirty-five right now to the PlayStation. Is that right? Yep. PlayStation's winning. Yeah, the only issue I have is a lot of people that play on Xbox this generation. Yeah, they want to move to PlayStation next generation, but they don't realize that it's a completely different experience. Even though, yeah, you're playing video games, you're playing them online. It's a, it's just different. It's not Xbox Live. It's the PlayStation Network. It's like going from PC to Mac. You know. I see. It's you're still gonna go online. You're still gonna do your Word documents, but it's gonna be different. You may not like it. You know, I, personally, I like the Xbox user interface. It's simple, it's smooth, it works. There's ads on it, yeah, you have to pay for it. There's certain things like that. But I'd rather pay money to get something that's a service that works. Like the PlayStation Network, I think it was two years ago, went down for like a month or two months or something. I can't remember, it was a while back. So if you, if you could actually have a lunch with Bill Gates and you have advice for him, seriously, this is a mm. what some of the advice would you give to Xbox? Because you know young people what they yeah. want. Um, Hire some younger people. 
<laughs> to work in your marketing department, probably. Um, because I feel like everyone that's there is 50 and over. And they don't know how... Let's be frank, out of touch, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they don't know how to connect with us. Like, um, especially what they failed to bring across was is that this is actually a gaming console, the Xbox One. It felt like it was more an entertainment box. Sure. They're trying to do that, but they also failed to say that it plays games. All we saw was NFL on ESPN is going to be on our like thing. You can watch TV on your Xbox. Sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get those features because I'm in Australia. People in Europe aren't going to get those features. So, uh, that, you know, that reminds yeah. me. I, I have a friend, professor, former professor in Boston. His name is Ogi Ogas. He yeah. wrote this book called A Billion Wicked Thoughts. I love that book. I'm working a couple of things with him. Yeah. <clears throat> it's basically study of his sexuality and desires through having access to one billion internet search. So, you know, when, when you talk to people about sex, pe people are not honest, but when yeah. you look at one billion internet search, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. honest, right? But he was telling me when they tried to sell his book, first time um, uh, hardcover, they, they tried to sell it like, if you want to know more about S&M bondage, if you, you want to know why people watch uh, um, uh, Kako film, all this weird thing that people met with get scared, yeah. so sale wasn't good. So they made a readjustment selling the soft cover. Basically, the way they sold the second time was with a better cover. Um, you want to improve the relationship with your wife and girlfriend. Study the people's, uh, men and women's difference in their yeah. desire. They sold more. So marketing is a big, it's really Definitely. important. It, you know? it was marketing. And you, it know, was, you need to know your customers. It's also explaining what you're trying to do because they were trying to do something, Microsoft was trying to do something new. They were trying to bring on like, always online like you can't sure. sort of always be connected to the internet things like that but they didn't explain how it actually worked people thought what if i have bad internet how am i meant to play my games single player games not just online games sure the thing they failed to explain is you you just have to tether your phone for like once one second and you you can play a game for the next 24 hours it doesn't matter but then again they screwed up on that sense because people people in the navy you know they're out in the ships they don't have internet how they're gonna play their Xbox and Xbox is the number one choice for people in the military over PlayStation this generation. Wait, so, wait, wait, explain. Why is that? Well, how did you get that fact? That's an interesting fact. Um, it's just <clears throat> the sales. I don't know. I, I've just read it somewhere. So, and people, it's just a general fact now. People know about it. So, so some people military prefer Xbox over her. Yeah, I think it's um, just the games that are on there. Maybe I don't know. Uh, it was cheaper than the PlayStation. So. And I'm, I'm not minimizing the seriousness, yeah. but I, I do feel like playing video games, especially if you're one of those guys operating drones yeah. and we were bombing terrorists or whatnot. Well, they use Xbox I, controllers I think, for drones. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I, I always had this theory, like people who play video games probably will be very good at assisting military, yeah. going after terrorists, whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's different. Like, um, they're not going to be good at um, being SEAL Team 6. You know? No, 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 no. But, yeah. um, I mean, yeah, actually... You yeah, like, on the tech side, like, um, driving a tank or something <laughs> like that, maybe, like, controlling stuff in the future, like, 10 years from now, when everything's, like, um, robot warfare, basically, yeah. Even so recruiting, machines. like, Army and Navy offer free online video games to kind of recruit people. But, you know, you're in Vegas. There's a facility, like, our literally about an hour away from Vegas yeah. where military base and they control drones eight nine thousand miles away literally they're That's just crazy in a, they're just sitting in a cool room 
because one of my friends was telling me he worked there. These ch chairs are really comfortable. So you literally you're sitting there drinking Mountain Dew, and when when <laughs> when your boss is still like get this terrorist, yeah, they literally use those comfortable console and like bomb the hell out of them, you know. Mm. So um, I'm sure a lot of those guys probably play video games. Too. Yeah, definitely. But back to the whole we were talking about Microsoft and yeah. Sony. Yeah, uh, like Microsoft screwed up. Their their console is a hundred dollars more than the PlayStation, um, and just yeah, that they just didn't exp they couldn't bring across what they were trying to tell us. You know, they just didn't do it well. Because what happened is, if you don't do a good job, this is like one of those rule for politicians. Yeah. If you don't ex explain yourself, somebody else who doesn't like you will exactly. explain yourself. Exactly. So people who are hardcore or uh, casual fans. Probably bash them if you don't if you don't do a good job. Yeah, it was funny because um, Microsoft had that whole online thing and mm -hmm. you couldn't share games with your friends and that wasn't the truth. They've changed it all since. Like they've gone away from the online thing. Uh, but the day Sony had their press conference, they released a video of how to share a game with your friend. It was like a one step thing, and it said step one, and you just pass the guy the, from the Sony guy just passed it to his friend. It was like a physical copy, which you couldn't technically do on the Xbox One. So right. people saw that, and then Sony started bashing Xbox, and it was just hilarious. Like, sure. From my point, I, d I honestly don't care um, what people decide to choose, because for some reason people seem that they have to pick one, and it's like voting for a politician. I'm like, you could you could actually buy both. Yeah, right? you yeah. could buy both, but a lot of the kids obviously can only get one for Christmas, and then for some reason they say, oh, the other one sucks because they can't get it. But for me, I'm getting both. So I find it all hilarious that people are fighting over these consoles. Sure. It happens every time new consoles come out. It's always been like that. But I don't know. It's just, it's funny to me. But Sony, to you, clearly did a better job connecting yeah, with the young definitely. people. Yeah. They did it in a funny, smart way. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're number one right now. So, um, so you. We're in middle of the August now, so what's some of the um, games you're expecting for the rest of the year? Like Honestly, for the rest of the year on current generation, 360 and PS3, um, Grand Theft Auto. That's, it. that's next month, September. Yeah, next month, and there's not too many big titles. There's obviously like sports games, things like sure. that, but everyone's looking forward to next generation. Yeah. So, so is it a, you know how uh, in the movie business, you know, let's say. Um, what's a big one? Okay, Iron Man, Iron Man Four, or whatever. Yeah. So that week, no other major studio yeah, is going to yeah. release something because it'll be suicide. You're going to yeah, get clobbered, yeah. right? The, that's so, the crazy thing about um, the games industry. Everything comes out in like a span of like five weeks. You meant to buy like all these games because movies. They don't want to piss on each other, right? Yeah. Like, uh, but games is crazy because some games come out the same day as each other, and it's just. Why are you doing this? Like, is that an accident or on purpose? No. So everyone's trying to aim for November because literally before Christmas. It's just sure. before Christmas, and that way, if people can't get the game in November, they'll pre-order it for their, or they'll just put it on, like hold for their kid for Christmas. Sure. And they know they're going to get sales then because it's the holiday season. But you have this ten-month period where game, like games, are sometimes coming out. Yeah. There's like. There could be like a whole month where a game doesn't come out, like a big game. Yeah. Or even two months where a massive AAA title does not come out. And I just find that 
odd. Like, if you, if you market your game right, it's going to sell. Just no matter like what. The, the Last of Us came out um, around E3 time, like two months ago. That game sold millions. I think it was like four or five, five six million, something like that. And it's being listed as game of the year. You know, it's being nominated. So I just find that game companies still don't have too much confidence like movie companies do. But it is only like a 30-year-old business. So compared to Hollywood, it's 100 years. So it's different. And my gut feeling from what I what I read in periodical yeah. things like that, um, I don't think decline uh, video games coming anytime soon. Oh, no. What, what kind of advice would you give to some kid? Like, let's say there's a 12-year-old kid thinking yeah. about going to it, right? What, what do you recommend him and her? Because I think, I think more girls are playing video games too, I think. To play, wait, what, what kind of advice for what? Like, like, like if they want to have a career in video game yeah. business in general. Yeah, well, there's so many different avenues you can take. Um, you can work in PR, you can work in design, you can work in the tech side of coding, or you can do something like I do, which is not directly into the video game industry, but from afar, you can work in media. So, and you, But um, they need you guys, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they, they need they, us. Mm-hmm. But to, to get into something like I do, honestly, it's really hard to explain because mine happened by luck. Luck and hard work. So... First, have yeah. a love for video games. Yeah, be responsible for yeah, yourself. Don't don't do it just because you're like, oh, I'm gonna make this money. Right. Do it because you want to do it. See, I went into it just in high school making videos. I didn't know there was money in it. And then when when I first got a YouTube partnership, um, I, I just signed. I saw this thing and I clicked like sign up. Next morning I woke up and I was like, oh, cool. I can put thumbnails on my videos. Right. I don't have to just be my like a freeze frame, freeze frame of my face. So um, I just saw that and I was like, cool, that's a cool feature. And I could put a banner on my channel and a background and stuff. And then um, I never thought about the money. And then like a couple hundred came in one month and then doubled and then doubled and doubled and kept rolling. And yeah, eventually it became a full-time thing. So it's not about the money. It's about what you love to do. And eventually the money will come. Yeah. And I know things have changed because I, I was in San, Silicon Valley for like two months, last two months, and I think San Jose States are offering some video game pro, uh, yeah. uh, program, and it's so competitive. Like, uh, They're kicking people. They, there's actually like video game specific schools now. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. There's one in Bellevue, Washington, where right by uh, Microsoft. Yeah, there's just schools popping up, and the, they just can't. I know a guy that's in Australia. There's one in Queensland. Like, same thing. There's a video game specific school. So he's learning to do all the design stuff. It's crazy. Just and it, it, it requires, I mean, if I have to give advice, like some old yeah. fart, um, obviously be responsible yourself. Don't make your parents concerned for uh, concern because you're playing too much game. Be responsible. But at the same time, take a lot of math class, art class, graphic class, you know. You also need, um, you can't just learn that kind of stuff too. You have to have a natural talent for that natural kind of talent stuff. Natural talent too, yeah. 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 So, I don't know, I think the people my subscribers that are listening to this already know what they're going to do sure you know, for the people out there if you love video games see what fits you best yes and take that path because the thing is once you're into the industry once you have that one one foot in the door you can go anywhere because um, you'll have a resume you'll have experience and uh, you'll get somewhere eventually you'll find the place that fits for you in a video game industry yeah um 
I ask a few more minutes because I know you have to go soon. But uh, so let's. Can you? You don't mind talking about more Grand Theft Auto? I'm. I'm now you got me really excited because my my friend Rick, he he played all of them, and he was even t he's he's 50 years old. Yeah. And he was telling me how excited he was about the upcoming new uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So you actually played it, right? No, I haven't played it yet. Oh, you haven't? No, not Grand Theft Auto. They've been real tight about that game. Even I for think, you? I think I'll get to play it a few weeks before it comes out, so the start of September when I get back home. It'll yeah. be waiting for you. Yeah. But um, besides the number, what, what is the general theme? Which city is it? Or, or uh, it's, it's Los Santos, which is a play on of Los Angeles. Ah. Yeah. You'll get everything. You'll get Hollywood. Um, you'll get downtown LA. You'll get the beach. You'll get it all. Yeah. You'll even get... Um, Part of the valley, you'll get some of the desert. They'll like they've compressed it. You know they've made their like everything a little bit closer. Oh, I, can, I can't wait to. It's you... gonna be really weird, like because now, like you you've been in LA for a while, um, and you know the place. Yeah, I want to look at it. I want to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then it's gonna be weird for me because I've been here so many times now, and I know a lot of the places. Like it's just strange. And I'm gonna be like, oh, I, I know this. You know, it's it's fun. There, I I don't know if you know. Uh radio show called Opie and Anthony it's a big yeah I've one. heard of it but I yeah, haven't listened it's, it's big you know it's, it's um, they have a very friendly competition with Howard Stern now um, but it's very popular but a lot of the comedians do the show like uh, rest in peace Patrice O'Neill who used to be on that show Jim Norton yeah. but those guys um, somehow they know one of the designers so some of the comedians actually do voice work on Grand Theft Auto, yeah, it's yeah, kind of cool like, for like the radio and things like that. Yeah, yeah. the opening yeah. thing they were on the on the show, and it's 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 amazing how much uh, things have changed because even Hollywood, some of the star. I mean, don't they have famous well, yeah. people doing voices and stuff too for video games? Yeah. Um, well, there's a new Metal Gear Solid coming out for Next Generation, and uh, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, Is that right? He's playing him. Yep. Yeah, it's not going to be his face, but his voice. Voice, sure. Yeah. And everybody will recognize his voice, yeah. sure. Yeah, and he's incredible talent. So. Which game was that again? Metal Gear Solid Five, I think ah. it was. Yeah. When is that coming out? Probably next year. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Do you know any other ones with the famous people uh, besides Keith? Let me think. Uh, a lot of games, actually, um, off the top of my head. Mm. I can't think of any right now, but... Isn't there a game yeah. just... Um, wasn't there wasn't there a video game for Pirates of Caribbean too? Did any of the stars do the voices for that or? I'm not sure. Or is there an Iron Man game? Uh see, like the thing, Activision had Spider Man last year for the release of the they released movie and game at the same time. Oh wow! And the odd thing is, the voice actors weren't the actual ones from the movies, but you couldn't tell because it's Spider Man. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm so just, sometimes you're not going to get the real thing. Right, but you still get the same experience. Yeah, but there's a lot of um, actors now going into video games. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what? So what, Alan? What's your? Where would you like to be in five years from now? Ten years from now? Um, you think you think you will continue to stay in Australia? Or do you think there's a centrally located area that you need to be? Like, where's the uh, game country? Like USA? Still? Yeah, yeah. There? L.A. L.A. Definitely, but. I, I like living where I live right now. Sure. I'm out here maybe two months out of a year, month and a half out of a year. So I'm not here. All, I don't need to be here all the time. I'd rather take those flights 
um, every couple of months or something. Okay. Than to have to live here all the time, because I got my family, my friends, all that sure. back home. So and, and you could do all your you could yeah, do a video could, anywhere, right? Yeah, that's the beauty of YouTube. You can do it anywhere. But do you, do you, do you think you need to be LA? Like I don't I don't want to say industry gossip, but I mean mm. there's a lot of. Oh, it's a lot easier to collaborate with other people. Sure. Um, just like I'm doing with you right now. Yeah. You know. Um, just you get more opportunities here, I think. But also being a big fish in a small pond back home, I get a lot of opportunities there. Sure. Compared to here, I don't know what it could be like, you know. Because um, are just, most of the video game companies in LA too? Um, no, they're all around the world. It's, okay. The, yeah, there's companies all around the world. Yeah, they have offices everywhere. So I see. It doesn't really matter. But yeah. uh, Rockstar, they're located in LA, aren't they? Um, no, Rockstar is actually an English company. It is? But they have a headquarters in New York City. <clears throat> mm -hmm. They have another one in Australia and then a couple others around the world. So oh, they got, I think, also in Canada, Canada or something like that. So I, I, I guess I sometimes forget that uh, these companies are so massive. Yeah, um, they could be anywhere. Yeah. Because I'm sure I don't know how well Sony. I think Sony were having some problem with their electronics and things like that. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure video game part is the one of the biggest money making part. I'm sure for Sony. Yeah. And uh, depends on the, how well they did for that year for film business, you know. But mm. business, business, uh, Sony for sure. I'm sure the, every time new console comes out, boy, kaching. I'm sure there's. Well, a, they actually lost a lot of money on the PlayStation Three because it costs so much to produce. Wow. They were still selling it for a lot, but this generation they cleared that up and they said um, they revealed that it's not gonna they're, they're gonna make profit off of it right away, so they're not gonna lose any money. And when it was, so sorry, I'm sure you already told me. So when is the PlayStation Four coming out? They don't have specific release dates yet. Oh, they don't. It's holiday 2013 for PlayStation Four, and it's November 2013 for Xbox One. Yeah, my prediction is. October 27 for PlayStation 4 and November 5th for the Xbox One. Okay. Um, just because I'm looking at when games come out, specific games and what their number one pre-orders are. And it'll be just smart to release a game, I mean, release their console on the day that the the most popular games come out on each console. And see, and these are kind of intelligence gathering things that you do. I Alan. could be way off though. No, no, but yeah. I mean, I mean, you didn't pick those this randomly. There's a reason. Yeah, behind exactly. It. I think it's October 27th, something around there, late October. Sure. Um, I feel like the PlayStation is going to come out a week before, just because the trend PlayStation has been just destroying Xbox with everything. Why not come out a week early? You know. Right. And then Xbox has the Call of Duty franchise, the biggest franchise in the world right now for video games, and that's coming out November 5th. So why not release the console on the same day? You know, someone can pick up the game on Xbox One and get their Xbox One same day. So um, for the next six months, the exciting part is, is Grand Theft Auto, the new video game. Yeah. So I see. You have a PlayStation yeah. new one and yeah. Xbox new one. Okay. Yeah. Um, like GTA Five is the last hurrah, Grand Theft Auto, like of this generation. It's the final game that's going to finish it off, you know, and then we move on to next generation. So it's going to be, it's going to be a great way to end this generation. And then move to the next one. Well, so, what does what does that mean? Because uh, <clears throat> nobody's going to be playing like PlayStation Three, you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like 
GTA 5, Grand Theft Auto 5 is going to be... Because you can't play that on the PlayStation 3, no. right? Uh, on the PlayStation 4, no. Like, you can't use those games on the next gen. I see. Yeah. So this will be like the final game anyone really buys for this generation. And then next generation, November, when the new consoles come out, that's when people move over finally. I see. So I think people will be playing Grand Theft Auto for a few months. <laughs> right. And then once new consoles come out, they'll just go to... Sorry, sorry to give you a crew yeah. analogy, but it's very similar to adult business when they stop making VHS movies. Yeah. And, and like people who are holding on to v VCR, but the reality is new, yeah. when new technology comes, they're going to replace it. You have to change with the time. Exactly. And um, yeah. Well, there's those people that bought those um, VCR DVD combos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen those in a long time. A yeah. couple more things. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, can you can you explain because there are also people who don't buy console and play other video games, right? Yeah. Uh, what is it? War of Warcraft and things yeah, like that. Yeah. PC. And, yeah. Yeah. Is that a, like a big competition with the console games? No. It doesn't conflict it's with each other. Completely different. Yeah. Is it different like movie and TV business? That's that's an interesting way to see it. Maybe. Maybe. I've never really looked at it like that, but... Um, because what, what does mostly younger kids play? Console system, right? Mostly. Yeah, yeah it's so much more simple. I, I feel like the PC demographic's a lot older because, or like late teens to whatever, yeah. you know, like 30, uh, because you can build your own computer now, like for 600 bucks, and I you see. get something decent compared to spending $500 on a Xbox or a PlayStation that's has to last you the next seven years. Sure. And you can upgrade your PC compared to just sticking with the same old Xbox or PlayStation. I don't, so like I said, I'm old, right? But I, I was shocked. I remember, this is like, I think maybe when PlayStation 2, when did the PlayStation 2 come out? Mm, 2000, something like that. When is uh, PlayStation 3? 2006. Okay, so it was uh, PlayStation 2. I remember yeah. there was a group of Iraqi <laughs> spies. I think they were Iraqi spies. They were buying a bunch of PlayStations too. Why? Because the processing uh, chips was so sophisticated, they were going to use it as uh, for military yeah. to guide uh, missiles and stuff. And I, I grew up with you know, ColecoVision yeah, yeah. and Atari 2600. I can't even imagine back then that the game will get that sophisticated and good that you know even people who are military thought this this is a cheap way to you know fight uh, whatever. So it's yeah, yeah, very very sophisticated. Um, you know, so I, I I'm 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 very grateful you spent you know hour with me explaining. Um, but those other games that we were just talking a minute ago, uh, online games, you don't really cover those, right? Uh, um, sometimes uh, I cover PC stuff just because I know I have a small audience like a small part of my audience is that they want to know about that stuff and it interests me sometimes so yeah I cover it sometimes but with the young people once again it's the console yeah, not definitely. even close yeah well my, uh, mom and dads if, if you want to make your son or daughter very happy this fall um, watch Alan's videos follow his um videos i mean they're very informative you learn a lot about the business and what's coming up on the new console and video games and um, you know make your heads kids happy by watching these <laughs> videos because they're great and 
Um, can you tell everyone your Twitter account address? So yes, yeah, so it's just at uh, Champ Jones. So C H A M P C H O N G. And follow his tweets. Listen to what's going on in business. And young kids, if you're interested in business, maybe for me, if you're interested in getting into acting business, you listen, you read Variety and Hollywood Reporter. But if you're interested in video game business, you're a young person. Champ Chong's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, thanks, thanks for doing this. I'm, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to see you coming back. When, when are you planning to come back? Um, no plans just yet. Uh, I've been traveling a lot, and I just want to relax. So. Okay. Well, just I'm sure I'll, I'm, I'm following your tweet, so let me know next time you're yeah. back. I'm curious about the next time you're back and see what's fun and new coming up in the uh, video game business. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Alan, and uh, thanks for everyone for listening to that show, and uh, hopefully we get Alan. I'm, I'm hoping we get to have you on the show six to seven months with uh with my voice yes yeah. <laughs> all right thanks for listening thanks alan thanks for having me bye